if you've been listening to this podcast, then we gave you the the secret key to unlock the back door to see your advanced stats early. Um, the secret key to unlock the back door, which is changing your your URL to new stats from who, stats. Who 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 would have guessed that you could change it from stats to new stats and see the new stats? Welcome back to another episode of Buzzcast. We have the usual suspects plus a very special guest all the way from Houston, Texas. Crystal Prophet, thank you for joining us today on Buzzcast. Yes, thank you all so much for having me. This is going to be fun. I've only done interviews with me and one other person, so this is this is really fun. I like this dynamic already. Yeah, so if you're listening and you're wondering how we're pulling off this magic trick, so uh, myself, Albin, and Kevin, we're all here in the Buzzsprout podcast recording studio in Jacksonville, Florida. Crystal is joining us via Squadcast, um, which has quickly become probably our preferred long distance remote recording software. And so so that's how all of this is coming together and sounding as beautiful as it is. Yeah, this was not a dynamically inserted Squadcast ad. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by. <laughs> no, we, we legitimately just use it and we really like it. Specifically that you get just really good high quality audio. Um, which that's such a game changer when you're podcasting. Uh, but Albin, why don't you kick us off uh, just let it, kind of giving us an update on PodFest because I know a lot of people uh, from Buzzsprout applied to go and, and are excited about going. And so just, yeah, where, where do we stand with that? Well, a lot of people applied to go and a lot of people are going and a lot of people still need to register their ticket before tonight. So if you're listening to this going, oh, I didn't register my ticket, you may have missed the deadline. Or go do it like right now when you listen to this. But we're probably taking about 500 Buzzsprout customers to PodFest, and it's going to be a blast. We had so much fun last year, and I think we took like 130 that we kind of wanted to really ramp it up. And it's really fun for us because it's in Florida, and we're in Florida. So we just go you know, a couple hours down the road and everyone seems to be, a lot of people are local. And so you can just talk about all sorts of things that we all love, the Jacksonville Jaguars and podcasting. I mean, that's what, that's what Albert and I like talking about. Everybody else kind of nods their head and said, bless your heart. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I think, I think the, the, the word you're looking for is, is lit. Is that what the kids are saying nowadays, Crystal? Lit things are lit. Oh God, don't ask me. I do not know. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, I'm not. I'm not like what you would call like hip and with the trends and stuff. No, that's not me. But sure, it's. I mean, you guys sound cool saying it. So sure, I'll go with that. Just Sorry. to be clear, Kevin and I are not saying it. No, I'm not saying it. No, I, I think and my kids are old enough to absolutely make fun of me for saying that word. Like cringy dad is you know, trying to say words that we said three years ago. But I feel like that's par for the course. Like you get to. When you have kids, you now inherit the right to be cringy dad. Like that is something I am looking forward to. We'll see if Riley, my daughter, appreciates it. Um, yeah. But yeah, so we're super excited about PodFest. I think we're all big believers in podcast conferences and the value that you get as a podcaster because not only are you hearing from podcast experts and the things that they're learning and the things that are uh, trending and new and, and things that you need to be on top of, but you get to meet so many other podcasters, other people yeah. that know exactly what it's like to be up at 1130 at night because you have an episode going out at midnight and your kid was throwing up all day. And so you didn't have time to edit it. Like we all have been there. And so it's it's just great to be able to commiserate and relate and connect with other people that know what it's like to be a podcaster. Yeah. And podcasting can be kind of isolating. Sometimes you're on one end of a mic and you see some stat numbers. We're going to talk a little bit about stats today, Mm -hmm. but you don't get to see the people and you don't always get to talk to them and connect. 
And so it's really awesome to go to a podcast conference where you're going from, I know I'm doing this thing, but I don't know other people who are doing it to being like, man, I was plugging in my mic and I did it wrong. And someone else is going to be like, oh yeah, me too. And I lost an episode with a big person. Yep. I've done that. This is how I did it. Oh, I get this hum in the audio. Oh, it's because of this. Like it's so much fun just for all the little things that only for a long time it have ex- only existed in your own brain. Now you can talk to somebody about it and your spouse that's gotten tired of hearing about you talk about road procrastinators all the time. Now you can uh, talk to people <laughs> who want to talk about it. Well, I have a quick question and I'm maybe putting y'all on the spot or giving y'all a fantastic marketing opportunity, but I can't go. I like I was telling them that I have it. That's when our spring break falls this year. But I'm sitting here thinking y'all have to share like on social media or somewhere like the behind the scenes because I want to see like what's happening because I've never been to PodFest and it sounds like y'all are going to have an amazing time. And I just so have y'all considered that thinking about doing it on social media? It sounds like that's hashtag worthy. Like we must come up with a hashtag. Yeah, we'll figure out a way. I mean, our goal for this year was to bring 500 people. And so I think next year our goal should be definitely a thousand people <laughs> at least. Um, and we're growing our team. So yeah, we need to take some photos and videos. And I don't know how well we can actually represent the, the conference part, but we'll do our best to show at least, you know, the Buzzsprout presence there. Yeah, y'all are having a party, right? Like you gotta yeah you Thursday gotta night share the party. Like even if it's just a few clips of y'all like dancing and getting jiggy with it. See, <laughs> going back to right. going back to yeah the the hip yeah that all me like no yeah perfect <laughs> yeah we'll we def- will do that we we'll will definitely that. document that um, right. And- so if you're a Buzzsprout person attending Podfest, um, please do your best to try to get there a little bit early. Um, the, the official conference kicks off Thursday night at 9 p.m. with their opening party, but we're doing a, a Buzzsprout party. from. It's probably going to start around 4, maybe 5 o'clock. Um, so try to be there in time that you can attend the Buzzsprout event by 5 o'clock, and we'll run an event until 8 o'clock, so you have plenty of time to go back to your room, get freshened up before the official conference kickoff party. Um, you will not want to miss the Buzzsprout party. I don't, exo- I don't know exactly what it is yet, but we have a lot of really fun ideas, and we're trying to figure out the logistics on each, but it's going to be fun, whatever it is. We have formed an official parting planning committee, Yep, and, and they have full authority to make it amazing, so that'd be great. <laughs> they have the authority. <laughs> we're working on the budget. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so advanced podcast stats are coming this upcoming Tuesday. Yeah, they're here for a lot of people. Yes, we if, if had you, early access announcement this week. Yes, if you've been listening to this podcast, then we gave you the the secret key to unlock the back door to see your advanced stats early. Um, <laughs> the secret key to unlock the back door, which is changing your your URL to new stats from who, stats. Who 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 would have guessed that you could change it from stats to new stats and see the new stats? So if you go to the YouTube channel, uh, we uploaded a video um, that will be taken down once they actually go live, but uh, where you can see a way to preview advanced stats for your podcast. And we're super excited about it because Tuesday is like the big official rollout with the press release and all that kind of stuff. So Crystal, we've all been like into these stats for months working on them. And so what I think would be super valuable, not just for us and to be self-serving, the three of us, but also for just to provide fresh eyes for people that are seeing stats for the first time, it would be, I think it'd be great if you could just kind of walk through the different pages and just highlight the things that uh, you think are really noteworthy or important to key in on that are kind of like some key performance indicators that 
you can look at and say, okay, my podcast is doing well, or, ooh, that's something I need to pay attention to to try and fix in the future. Like, what are some of the things that you, that you look to consistently to make sure that you're on track? So um, there's not necessarily something that I look at as so much like as I'm on track because I have very big goals. I'm a very audacious person in my goals. And, you know, I'm trying to hit that 100,000 mark. Like that's what I have my eye on right this moment. So that's all I see. Everything else is kind of trivial, and you know, to get me to that point. But what I like to look at is how an episode performs over a four-week period and that tells me, because most of the time, I know my listeners are, they're busy. They're busy people. So sometimes they listen in the first 24 hours. Sometimes they don't get to listen until the weekend when they are they finally have alone time or they're going on a walk with their dog or whatever. And so I like to see how an episode performs over a certain amount of time. And the way that I look at that is if you go into the episodes downloads tab of your stats chart. You go in there and I like to look at the first 30 days and see which episodes stand out. Was it an interview episode? Was it a solo episode? And then from there, because so much of my audience, they complain, I'm going to run out of content. I have like 10 good ideas and that's about it. I don't know what to say after that. So if you are listening to this and that is your fear, you're scared you're going to run out of content, go back and look at your data and see which episodes have performed the best and how can you go deeper into that subject or how can you have another guest like that or can you have that guest on again? Like there's a lot of different things that you can look at. But um, for me, that has been one that's been very important is just seeing how an episode performs over the first few weeks of its life and not just the first day. So many podcasters are so hard on themselves. They're just like, oh, I put this episode out, but... Only 50 people listen to it out of my 300 people. And I'm like, well, but what happened next week? They're like, oh, well, you know, 700 people listen to it. But it's the, like, that's not the thing. It's like that first day. And I'm like, stop being so hard on yourself. Like, we're in this for the long haul, not for the flash in the pan. Like, you want to be around for a while. So right. that's one of the other uh, stats that I really appreciate. It's hard not to do that, though, right? Like, we publish an episode and then it goes live, and then we sit there on the refresh button on the stats page. Like, okay, it's one person, refresh, 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 refresh. Where? Only one person. Oh, refresh. Uh, uh, two, refresh. Two. <laughs> like it's hard to walk away, <laughs> even for like 24 hours. Like just don't look at it for 24 hours and come back. And then, like you said, check it a week later. Like it's, it's good to be disciplined in how often we check our stats, right? Because it can be exciting and it can motivate you, but it also can be demotivating. Like if we're checking too much. And so um, you, you got to find that balance for yourself and be disciplined around that. And I, I love your idea of like... Don't get too crazy about the numbers. Don't check them in 24 hours and use that as your measurement for success or failure. Like give yourself a week, give yourself a month, like take it easy on yourself. We have enough challenges in our life already that we don't have to be. And just being the nature of creators is that we're always going to be self-critical and hard on ourselves anyway. And so it's like, we have to find ways to build into our process, a way to give ourselves some grace where yeah. we can. And one of the things that I would say on that too, is whenever you can look at, if you let's say you had an episode that you published a few months back, but all of a sudden you realize, oh, that particular episode jumped up in the charts. Well, why? Like, why did that episode? Did you guest on someone else's episode and you mentioned that? Or did you put it out on social media? Those are the things that I really like. You're getting in the weeds with the data with that, but it's 
those are the clues of success. Like, oh, you mentioned this episode and people are actually listening to it. How can you replicate that to increase awareness either for your whole podcast or even for just that episode in particular? Because then you're onto something. That's kind of like the lightning bolt moment of like, oh, wait, my my audience like that? Okay, how can I make some more content that's just like it or similar or you know, whatever, like just kind of follow the breadcrumbs. Yeah, that's one thing that I definitely love about the episode breakdown in the in the advanced podcast stats. So if you go to like your episodes overview, you can click and go deeper on individual episodes and they show you like your downloads over time. They show you your top devices, your top apps, those kind of things is you can see these spikes in your download numbers. Like you have obviously the spike when you first publish the episode. And that's typically the day that will get the most downloads because people open their app and it automatically downloads it for them, for them to listen to later. But then like you run an overcast ad campaign and you're like, oh, that month I actually saw like 10% more downloads on these episodes. And, you know, I, I did do a social media campaign or I did guest podcast somewhere else. And then that particular episode saw a bump and you can start to, like Crystal said, put those pieces together and start to tri- attribute this thing actually worked or it didn't. Like you went and you did a bunch of stuff and did like a bunch of Instagram stories and nothing changed. You're like, okay, well, maybe that is not the best way to market my podcast to new people. And you can start to piece together the things that you're doing and whether they're actually moving the needle for you or not. When I think about marketing just for Buzzsprout in general, one of the things that is actually very valuable is to learn when things do not work because that frees you up to never do it again or to at least not do it right now. You have a finite amount of time. So if you're doing a bunch of social media posts on Instagram and you find that that has not led to any increase in listenership, don't stress it anymore. You get to put that on, just put that away and not worry about it again. But then if you, I'm, I'm trying to think of once we've actually seen, like we saw when we looked at the Buzzcast episodes, we see a bump on Tuesdays. Even though we released the episode earlier, Tuesday is also a second bump. Well, that's because we send out a newsletter every Tuesday and we include the episode. So that one actually tells me, okay, that's an important thing to do. Keep including the newsletter. Um, but if we didn't see it or like Tuesdays were lower than most days, we could say, oh, cool. We we did include in the newsletter. It doesn't really do anything for the podcast. Don't worry. Drop it out and put in something else. So don't always be maybe discouraged when you see something isn't working because that is freeing you up. It's giving you more time to run new experiments and find what will work for you and your audience. And another thing to add on that is, you know, if you are trying something new, like let's say you're listening to this and you're thinking about trying out like the Buzzsprout sound bites, and you're like, oh, you know, I really want to see how these work. Try it a few times. You can't just put it up on one 15 second Insta story and you don't get a spike in your listeners and call it like, oh, it doesn't work. I mean, like just the basics of marketing is like some, some people have to see things up to 12 times before they act on it. So I found that my approach of, I just don't ever shut up about my podcast. Like that's really what it all boils down to. But I also am not spammy. I've had people tell me like, you have a way of talking about your podcast where it doesn't feel like you're just saying, listen to my podcast, listen to my podcast. And really the underlying principle there is you have to lead with value. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not just saying, go do this so I have more downloads. I'm saying, here's something of value that I know because I know my listeners on a very deep level, what they're looking for, what kind of content they want. And if you can offer value and lead with that, then you have a better chance of 
doing all the things that you really want to do, getting that $100,000, like $100,000, 100,000 downloads, (laughs) getting to that mark. Like I just, I know what's going to happen. It's just going to be a matter of testing different things out and seeing what works. Crystal, that's a super interesting point that you brought up. What are some of the methods that you've used to get to know your audience as well as you know them? Um, well, it's kind of funny because um, I do. I've I'm part of different entrepreneurial programs. Um, I've done Marie Forleo's B School. I'm part of Amy Porterfield's Digital Course Academy. I've I've done several different online programs that have helped me really understand my ideal customer avatar or your ICA. And I've taken a lot of these that are more traditionally built for online courses and blogs and everything, and I've translated that into podcasting. And one of the ways that I have found, and I think y'all do this so well with having your Buzzsprout group. I mean, oh my gosh, I remember when that was like barely a thousand people and I was in there and then now it's like, it's over 5,000 people. I don't even remember how many people it is now. It's, it's a, and it's a happening place. Like I can't even keep up anymore because everybody is so active in there. But one of the things that I've done for my podcast is I set up the questions when someone joins and I ask them, what can I help you with? And I have a whole spreadsheet, a Google sheet of all these things that people have told me that they want to hear me talk about, whether it's starting or how to get better audio, like all these other things. And so I just kind of go with that. And then I start conversations with people. I ask questions on social media. People will DM me. Um, It's really just a matter of being open to people's feedback because some people tell me like, oh, I could care less about anything you talk about. I'm like, that's fantastic. You're not my people. I'm going to move on to the people (laughs) who I can actually serve and offer them value, you know, and it's just kind of, just got to let it run off your back and, you know, just keep going. So, but that's one of the ways that's free and easy is creating a Facebook group for your podcast and actually being engaged with them because people will tell you what they want once they start to trust you. That's one of the biggest things is people have to trust you. And, the more you show up consistently and add value, then they start to trust you a lot faster. And so when you have those entrance questions, so people are coming into your Facebook group and they answer these questions to join, how do you capture that information? Uh, do you just like take a screenshot and then accept them and then put that in a spreadsheet somewhere else? Because I haven't really found, maybe maybe you can get me onto this. I haven't found a really clean way to actually save that information after you accept them into the group. So you don't accept them into the group before you do this because yeah, Facebook has made it to where that, that information goes away. It go, I don't know if it just goes into an oblivion. I don't, um, I still don't know what oh, happens. Facebook is but, saving um, it. They're using it. <laughs> like they're doing something with it. Right. And so what I'll do is I have a Google sheet that I created when I first, uh, cause I had an existing Facebook group that I transformed into my podcast group. And what I do is I capture um, emails if people want to be on my mailing list. So um, I find email subscribers that way. And then I capture what they want to learn from me and how they found me. You want to talk about like great marketing information is how they found me. So I will copy and paste that into a spreadsheet. I mean, it's just real. There's nothing fancy that I'm doing behind the scenes except for I've broken down that spreadsheet into, okay, how are people finding me and what do they want to know from me? And it's really cool because at first I was like, oh, I have like four answers. That's cool. Now I've had a few hundred people that have joined my group and I can go see, oh, they're seeing this from the email newsletter or they saw it because I did podcasters kit in October of last year. So it's just kind of, 
it tells me I need to, that's where I need to focus my attention on my growth and how I'm going to, you know, get to those hundred thousand downloads. Cause it's going to happen. I'm just putting it out there into the universe. I'm willing it to happen this year. It's going to happen. So, um, but that's what I'll do is I'll follow those breadcrumbs and just keep going after the things that work. And like y'all were saying, you know, you try this out and you try this out, we'll go after the things that are actually working for you and you're getting listeners and growing your audience that way. Now I know Kevin, uh, cause I want to swing this back to you, uh, that when we were kind of scheming up what would advanced podcast statistics look like, there was a lot of decisions about how to put the charts together, how to present them um, to actually be useful. Because we can just take all the numbers and just like create a bunch of stuff. So what was kind of the, the design process for how do we give people the best information possible in a way that's actionable? Because I know that you guys had a ton of discussions around that. Yeah, that's a good question. It, it took a long time. Uh, as Travis said, there's, uh, there's, there's not a, well, I guess it's your perspective on it. I would say there's not a ton of data that's available to us as a podcast host um, without like crossing the creepy line, right? Like we're, we're not going to um, monitor listeners of your podcast and then um, pull that with other data that you could buy to find out more about your audience. Like we're not going to do that. And so really there's, there's the, the amount of information that we get is we get an IP address uh, and then you can use that IP address to get a general sense of the location of where in the world that was downloaded from. It's not super accurate. Um, but in most cases we can kind of get a city or a region. Uh, and then we get, you know, uh, a time of day, obviously we know what episode was downloaded, how much of that episode was downloaded. And so that's, that's kind of the data pool that we have. And then we want to try to be really respectful with that data. So after we do the geo lookups and stuff, we um, do our best to dispose of the data in a reasonable amount of time just for data integrity purposes. Like if, you know, God forbid, wherever uh, our data is ever compromised in any way, um, limiting the amount of data that you have on hand is uh, is a best practice. Okay, so all that said, we do have a, again, in my mind, uh, it's not a ton of data, but it's it's significant. And so now the question is, what do you do with it? How do we present it in a, in a way that's digestible and understandable? Um, and you can start by saying, well, like the, the simplest level, you just dump it into a chart and then let people figure out what they want to do with it from there. Download it, throw it in Excel, and create all your pivot tables and charts and all that kind of stuff. Um, and, and a lot of people in the podcast hosting space kind of do just that. Like there is a lot of data, but it's not organized really well for you. And so one of the ways that we wanted to differentiate Buzzsprout's advanced statistics from other solutions that are available in the market is we started with a list of questions. Um, from a podcaster's perspective, what are the questions that we have about our show, about our audience that would uh, put us in a position to make changes in order to improve our show. So not only uh, who's listening, but what episodes are the most popular? Um, what devices are they listening on? Uh, as I mentioned earlier, where in the world are they listening? Um, questions like that. And we came up with a big long list of questions and then we started to go through and say, okay, how can we use this data to answer those questions? And then how can we answer those questions in the most succinct and efficient way? So sometimes it's a table, sometimes it's a chart, sometimes it's a you know donut graph, or sometimes it's comparing episodes side by side. Sometimes it's looking at that data in different cohorts. Like let's look at these episodes just in the first seven days since their launch or 30 days or 90 days or all time. And there's lots of different questions that you can answer just by looking at the same data different ways and presented differently. And so that's where we started and we spent a lot of time on a whiteboard, spent a lot of time designing different charts and looking at, you know, 
going back to our high school math class and saying, what is the best chart to represent this data to answer this question? Um, so yeah, it's, it's not a beautiful process. Like as is usual, like once you see how the sausage is made, you're like, Oh, that's probably not as fun as it, as you might think. It's actually a lot of work. Um, but we're really excited about it and we hope it serves our podcasters well. And, and here's the great thing about putting it out to the world is that there's a lot of excitement, but we're also starting to get some feedback like, you know, Hey, well, how do I answer this question? And we're like, Oh, that is a really good, powerful question. We, we have, we're like humble in this release. Um, it was a, a big initiative and we were audacious, 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 audacious. Help me with my words. Audacious. Audacious with our goals. Um, but we're also like humbly putting this out to our audience and saying, we really want to help your shows. Um, but if there's a question that you have that you think the answer would help you improve your show and, and you can't find the answer by using the statistics that we've provided, like, let us know because, um, what we've done, one of the things that we've done is we've kind of reestablished our statistics, uh, UI and platform as a, uh, like a V1, um, that we can build upon. And so we're already, uh, in the, in the same time we're launching this out and rolling this out to all of our podcasters, we're already still ha- like having meetings now about what's the next thing. What's the next chart that we put in there? What's the next page that we put in there? Um, Albert and I have been working a lot the last couple of weeks figuring out, um, like what can we display on a, um, what's the right word? Like on a cumulative level, like on the entire, here, here's a question that we get often that you can't answer right now in the advanced statistics. Like, let's say my podcast is getting about 150 plays per episode. Is that good or is that bad? Like, am that I, sounds good. Yeah, it, we know <laughs> it's good because we know like on average uh, to be in the top 50% of podcasts, you need like 120, 130 plays per episode and you're in the top 50%. But that information isn't shown to uh, our customers right now in the advanced statistics. So we're, we're, we're already asking questions like that. Like, how can we, what's the next step? How can we go yeah. beyond that? I think that all this comes back to, and Tom, one of the co-founders who's not on the show one of the things he always talks about is actionability. Like, how can I take action on these stats? Because if you log in to Google Analytics, 90% of what's in there is going to be useless to you. It's very interesting because you can go and look around and gorge on stats, but you're not actually learning things. None of them are the, like Crystal said, the breadcrumbs of success. You know, you're not figuring out what to do. And so all these charts need to have one thing in common, which is they answer a question that teaches you something about your listeners so that you can make real decisions. And so if you're going to do some meetups and you want to know where all of your listeners are located, head over to the locations chart and then know, okay, I've got a big following in Atlanta. That's where I should do a meetup. And if you want to learn whether or not uh, advertising on overcast worked, go and see if a disproportionate amount of your listeners are on overcast. And if you want to know if interviews do better than solo episodes, check out the interview, all the episodes, you know, which ones are getting the most downloads, but it needs to be actionable um, so that you're not just sitting there looking at stats all the time. And now you become a stat viewer, not a podcast creator. <laughs> right. Right. Well, and as a podcaster, you're always trying to hit the bullseye of like the perfect podcast episode, not only for my listeners, but for new people that are discovering me. Right. And so if you're not confident about what to do, you're just kind of like throwing darts at a dartboard, but you're blindfolded and you're just hoping you magically hit the bullseye. And so stats should give you confidence to like try things, try experiments, have come up with a hypothesis. I'm going to try this and 
We'll see if this happens. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was an unexpected result. Now what do I do? And so you're able to to gradually evolve your your approach to marketing your show and promoting your show um, to actually be successful. One thing I would always is important to me is doing what Crystal was saying in conjunction with stats. Like, how do you get to the ground level and actually talk to real people? Because if you just see this number of 100,000 downloads, you go, cool, that is a very big number because I count in base 10 now has six digits instead of five digits. And it's like just a number. But when you actually have a Facebook group and there's people talking to you and there's people writing you emails and then you go to a conference and someone's saying, you're the reason I got into podcasting, that is much more powerful than a number. And it is really important to one, like track the data, but on the other hand, to do your best to follow the people and see how what you're doing impacts people. And when you see that, um, that's really, at least for me, like that helps get through any sort of lulls, any sort of plateaus, times that things don't work. When you actually have real stories of people who are like, hey, what you did worked for me. Even if it didn't work for 200 people, it worked for me. And you're like, great. All right, I can keep going. So yeah, so we're super excited about the advanced podcast stats that are rolling out to everybody this upcoming Tuesday. Um, if as you're using them, you identify things that are like, man, this would make the stats even better than they already are. Feel free to write into us, support at buzzprout.com or jump in the our Buzzsprout podcast community over on Facebook and and leave a post, leave a comment um, because we are, you know, a lot of the feedback already just from this early rollout, we've seen, oh, yeah, that should be labeled this way or we should title this differently. And so all of that feedback is really helpful for us uh, just making this, you know, your stats as amazing as possible. Uh, now, before we go, Crystal, I wanted to give you an opportunity to talk about uh, your coaching services because it is really hard to find a high quality podcast coach that is worth their salt. And so so if anyone is listening to this podcast and you're like, man, I really just need somebody in my corner, somebody that can help me through any struggles that I'm having, any obstacles, any questions that I have, uh, definitely recommend getting a podcast coach is going to help you a lot. And then Crystal, I think you're a great example of that. So maybe talk about what it's like being a podcast coach, um, the things that you do for your students, and then how people can connect with you if they're interested in working with you specifically. Well, thank you all, first of all, so much for having me here today and for all the kind words that you just said, Travis. I really appreciate it. And I just love how much Buzzsprout really appreciates its customers, the members of the community, even the people that aren't paying you, the free people that are just hanging out in the Buzzsprout community, like getting all the information. And then, you know, I don't know what they're doing with it, but they need to join Buzzsprout because (laughs) it's just been such a fantastic experience for me. I've been with y'all since day one. I so appreciate everything that y'all have done. So thank you so much for having me here today. But yeah, so um, I have been doing podcast consulting, podcast coaching, and then I released Profit Podcasting, which is an online digital course, which takes you through the stages that I believe are the foundation principles of having a podcast, which are start, launch, and market. And so um, if you've been listening to all the nerdy data that we've been talking about today, that is really where a lot of my principles and teaching come from. I think that you can't just start a podcast and throw it out into the world and hope to be successful. 
Um, I like to teach my students and clients how to actually market their podcast and talk about it in a way that feels natural and helps them understand their listeners and really just deliver as much value as possible. Um, the course is not open right now. It doesn't actually open again until March 24th. So mark it on your calendars. It'll be right after PodFest. So if you're, you know, coming off the high of PodFest and you're like, okay, this is the time, like I want to take it serious, then I encourage you to go to profitpodcasting.com. You can join the wait list. But um, another fun, exciting thing that I'm working on is I'm writing a podcast book. Let's go. And it's like, it's so funny because um, I'm going into this with the idea of technology is always changing and I, I'm not writing in like, oh, you have to do this and put this button here and touch. Like, I don't want all that because you can figure that on. You, you can go watch YouTube videos and listen to podcast episodes. I'm trying to teach the basic principles that I teach all of my students and clients that again, are how to start a podcast, how to launch it and how to market it. But I've had people tell me, I can't afford your coaching services or I can't afford your course. What do I do? Like, I only have, like, this is my side hustle. Like, I I'm, I'm just want to do this on the side. How do I even get started? So I wanted a lower barrier to entry for people to learn from me and work with me. So that is coming out in October, October 20th of 2020. And you can learn more information. I'm actually doing a book launch team and showing everybody the behind the scenes of my book writing process. And you can go to thebestpodcastbook.com. That's not what it's going to be called, but that's my <laughs> that's what it is for now. And you can sign up there and get all the updates for everything that's going on. But I'm really excited to see the future of podcasting because this has been one heck of a ride and I'm having so much fun. And I just... I know so much of it is contributed to the community that you feel as a podcaster. Like you said, the ups and downs, the, my mic screwed up, I messed up this interview and I totally, you know, you're not alone. If that is you and you're listening to this, you're not alone. We've all made mistakes. And I think in sharing those, we all learn from each other. So thank you all so much for what y'all do. Yeah, no, and thank you for coming on here and contributing to the podcast. We definitely appreciate it. And I'll leave links to everything as always in the in the show notes for this episode. But that's that does it for today. So if you aren't already a part of our Facebook group, you are missing out. Yeah. And let me just say this. If yes. you are not in our Facebook group by choice because you don't like to participate in face group, Facebook for <laughs> one reason or another, hey, drop, sorry. <laughs> drop us an email at support at buzzbread.com and let us know because we're we're trying to figure out right now if we should offer an alternative group because we know there are people who are sensitive. Um to, to Facebook in general, don't want to participate there. And so if there are enough people who are interested in something else, then we want to provide that for you. So please let us know. Maybe One we, of those emails might be from your head of marketing. <laughs> <laughs> we can all get angry on Twitter together. Alvin can, can uh, head that up. Um, but yeah, so definitely let us know. And then, yeah, we're excited to hear from you guys about the new stats when they roll out on Tuesday. And we'll catch you in the next one. Thanks for listening. <laughs>